Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Sheila Zielinski Show today. Well, it's been a pretty interesting month of March. So I left to the NRB, which is the National Religious Broadcasters Annual Convention on the 23rd of February, and I just got back late last night. So I am doing a live broadcast, and I want to want to give you guys a couple of updates and a few things that have been going on. So I set out on my trip. I drove 31 hours from California to the NRB. That was a long trip. I went through several states along the I-40, down through Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and then into Tennessee. Now, on my journey, I was also in Washington, D.C. and Virginia, and I drove twice through the great state of Texas. I was also in Georgia, and I went and saw Erica Shepard for two days in Dalton, Georgia, because I could not get home. They would not let me on a flight. So I got bronchitis when I got to Washington, D.C. I was very sick. My voice, I could barely talk, and I'm still not 100%. I'm really raspy still. I went to a place called Sibley Hospital in Washington, D.C., where they did chest x-rays, and they also tested me for the coronavirus, which I tested negative, by the way. (laughs) Hey, um, gee... All these celebs with the virus is the Wuhan-based adrenochrome tainted, maybe, you know, since blood is their drug of choice. I'm just asking for a friend. Hashtag these people are sick. They, they mean sick in more ways than one. They're not only twisted, but suddenly they're all becoming sick, aren't they? We got good old Trudeau, nowhere to be found. His wife has tested positive. Idris Elba, I don't know if you guys saw this. Idris Elba, I posted it on Twitter. And if you guys are not following my Twitter, you should be. He's looking pretty rough. The guy, he looks like he's 60 years old in this thing. So all these guys that are testing positive for COVID-19. Yeah, that's very suspicious. Good old Tom Hanks. And if you didn't see the video with his Illuminati tattooed son, you might want to see that. Put a shirt on, pal. Do you guys think the narrative is a smokescreen for mass arrests? Or are they ushering in the New World Order? What, what say you? I would like to hear from you guys. So make sure you do put comments below. I'm to leave the chat open. But you know what's odd, guys? I I was thinking, you know, I have connections all over the world and listeners everywhere. And I was talking to some of my connections. And is it odd that not one person knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that even knows a guy that has coronavirus? Something stinks in Wuhan, guys. But see how fast that happened that just like the snap of a finger, they can control every area of your life. Imagine what would happen if this happened under Obama. Wouldn't that be frightening? Isn't it thankful that we have Donald Trump that is very aware? And is the storm coming? I I believe it is. I believe we're in the March madness. At least I'm praying for that. But right now, a scared world needs a fearless church, guys. And that's one of the things that I want to bless you with tomorrow. Be watching it because when I was hanging out with my bestie in Texas for this last week, Carla Butad, You know, we're watching the headlines, we're going to stores, there was no food, and we were just watching the hysteria and the fear and the anxiety. And God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of sound mind. And I said this, I think I posted this, or I said this on air, the world is focused on disinfectants, but not the most powerful disinfectant in the universe, the shed blood of Jesus Christ. 
Either God is who he says he is or he's not. Either Psalm 91.6 is real or it's not. Either a thousand may fall at our side, 10,000 at our right side, but it will not come near us. Either that's true or it is not. It says no harm will befall us. No disaster will come near us. That's what Psalm 91.7 says. So do we believe that? I think everybody should go print out Psalm 91, but they should also be printing out a few New Testament scriptures as well. Like, for example, Luke 10.19, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Why would God give us power and authority if we weren't going to be using it? What a concept, Sheila. But there's something else in there that's very important in Luke 10, 19. This is something everybody should go and print this out and start repeating it to yourself. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means what? Hurt you. Either the word of God is true or it's not, guys. There is hysteria. There is pandemic panic. And it's amazing that we were already equipped for all this with the predictive programming, which just was on Netflix just a month or two ago. I said this on a show with Dr. Ted. Isn't it funny that all these shows came out in December, January, February, pandemic, virus, Andromeda strains and all this stuff, World War Z. Oh, gee, what's the common denominator? A virus rips through the world. You know, this is Walking Dead on steroids, isn't it? Have you seen some of these shoppers? That makes AMC's Walking Dead look like a picnic. What's going on like in San Francisco being on lockdown and other places shutting down, completely shutting down restaurants? I just got a thing about the mail. Uh, This was just in Canada, but it says as a result of the impacts related. Well, guess what? We'll be suspending our on-time delivery guarantees for all parcel services until further notice. Yeah, slower than normal delivery times, you think? Imagine something that comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden the world changes overnight and who can trust the media? Do you trust any of these numbers coming out? I don't. I don't trust the mainstream talking bobbleheaded minions. They're bought and paid for, guys. They're sold out. Why do you think only three conglomerates own all the news media? That's also newspapers. This is really frightening when one act and one narrative can shut down everything. We will never make fun of preppers again, will we, folks? (laughs) But listen, I love my listeners, and I want you guys to know that I'm praying for all of you, and you don't have to be in fear, guys. You don't. Just because everybody's kung flu fighting, how about this? Everybody was kung flu fighting. Their coughs were, oh, so frightening because they did it with extra griping. TP sold as fast as lightning. I think I'm uh, going to start a new rap. It's going to be the kung flu fighting new version. Listen, we have to lighten up, guys. You know what? Stay calm. Wash your hands. Get out in the sun. Turn off the news. That right there is more frightening than the coronavirus. You know what, folks? This is a very serious situation. But guys, we have to find the humor in life. Laughter, to me, really is the best medicine. You know what? A whole lot of people need to just take a chill pill and calm down. Folks, look around your cities and your towns. Go look in the toilet paper aisles and the hand sanitizer aisles, even Lysol and bacterial wipes. Go try to find that. You guys have all seen the memes. You've seen the videos of people walking out carrying a Kenworth tractor truck trailer full of toilet paper. Come on, guys. We've got everything shut down, including the so-called church. 
Churches are shut down, folks. And since when does a government dictate to the church what they can and cannot do? See, I believe there should be a total separation between church and state. I think the church should be the safest place in the world. If someone is sick, what does the Bible say? Go to the elders of your church and let them lay hands on you. Does it say, oh, but in case of the coronavirus? Oh, but Sheila, we can't gather in a church. Gotcha. You know what? That reminds me of why I'm going to post a show that I'm going to post tomorrow. One of the most powerful teachings I've ever heard, and it actually dates back to 2011. And my bestie, to go back to where I just left yesterday, yesterday I flew out of Dallas, Texas. And again, I was so shocked at how dead the DFW airport was. And then when I landed at LAX, I was very shocked. I was very surprised at how little people were there. That place is usually a madhouse. And I don't even like to fly. Listen, I got a TSA little thing I'll read you here. Listen to this. Notice of TSA baggage inspection. To protect you and fellow passengers, the Transport Security Administration is required to inspect and check baggage. As part of the process, some bags are open and physically inspected. Your bag was among those selected for physical inspection. Of course it was. And if it was locked, the TSA agent may have been forced to break the locks on your bag. We regret having to do this, but we're not liable for damage to your locks. Uh, It wasn't my locks that were damaged. My whole entire suitcase was full of shampoo. And I had the shampoo double bagged in a plastic zipper container. Even that was busted. It looked like somebody punted this off the Empire State Building and landed on a concrete slab is what the suitcase looked like when I got it. So I don't know what kind of inspection they did, but I think it might have involved a jackhammer. I'm pretty sure. So you know what? That was a total demonic setup. And I'm going to start incorporating this in my prayer is standing angels around my luggage. I'm going to start adding that to my travel prayer. Listen, if you're doing any traveling, you should be using our travel prayer for driving, for hotels. Those are powerful prayers. By the way, if you guys do not have a copy of Power Prayers Warfare That Works, well, that's a shame if you don't have it because you're really missing out on some powerful warfare. I don't even really get out of bed before doing that warfare prayer. I'm telling you, I got to do that early right off the hopper because if I don't do it, I know how my day goes. So you guys, that AM warfare prayer is absolutely a must-have. That entire book, those 40 prayers that we compiled, it is an arsenal against the kingdom of darkness with 40 powerful prayers concerning every single thing you can think of. We really prayed about which 40 prayers we were going to include in that book. And Christian, you should not be without. And for those new people occasionally that just happen to listen to a show and say, oh, this person's pitching a book. Listen, this is not a sales pitch. This book is a game changer that cost us a great deal. Carl and I could write a book just on that book, the kind of retaliation and backlash. Although, yeah, we do bind up retribution, revenge, retaliation, and backlash. Of course we do. But you know what? Just because we are praying about it doesn't mean that everything is just going to go hunky-dory all the time. But let me tell you something. I couldn't imagine what life would be like if I wasn't doing warfare every single day. What do Carla and I say on page, what is it, three of that book? Prayer is when you're addressing God. Warfare is when you're addressing the enemy. One of the things that is not being taught in the church is warfare, folks. Warfare is when you are addressing the enemy. That is different. 
than praying. A lot of people say, how can you say prayer and warfare in the same sentence? What kind of lunatic are you, Zelensky? And that's why we should be praying against the coronavirus, too. Which is exactly what I'm going to do here at the end of this broadcast. But anyway, back to what I was talking about with Carla. She did an incredibly powerful show at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp. Again, it was 2011. It is so prophetic and such a timely word. I really, truly believe God gave that to her, you know, like nine years in advance. And the sound is a little rough, but that's okay because this is a show that all of us need to hear. And so I'm going to be uploading that tomorrow. I'm working on a couple of diagnostic tools. I'm trying to get the sound a little better because, like I said, the original MP3 that we got to play it. And then Carla and I had a little chat when we were at her house. As we were watching news headlines, we had some thoughts that were really in line with this teaching as well. When I listened to it, I said, this is so timely. People have got to listen because it's so powerful. And I'm going to be uploading that Thursday which is Thursday, March 19th. So be watching for that. And again, because of the censorship on YouTube, the fact that my website's hacked, I've got a team working on all of this, but it's really important that you guys follow my podcast, which is below. If I can manage to put up some flimsy title on this show, nothing that's going to flag anything. I can't even... put any words and they just flag it. Every single thing is getting flagged. It's getting removed. Just incredible censorship. So I really do believe that my YouTube days are numbered. And so I hope you are following me on the podcast. And SheilaZelinsky.com is going to be relaunching at the end of the month. So April 1st, brand new website. The other one is totally compromised. And it's a WordPress site. And I was recommended to get rid of it and go on Drupal. I've got a brand new web team. And they are very good at things like hacks. So you know what? No more Mickey Mouse websites. This one's going to be like really a good one with security walls. And, you know, it's not going to be slow like everyone complains. Oh, your website's so slow. And you know what? It's terrible. You're right. And I'm just overhauling the whole thing. And it's going to have a great new feature about events because I want to start doing warfare weekends. That's one of the things I really plan on doing this fall is warfare weekends. That's really something that's on my heart to do. If I have to get a van and go on the road and get a portable studio of some type. I want to go to whoever will have us. Mega churches do not send me invites. Oh, that's a big surprise there. Yeah, those mega churches are all shutting down too. What a shame. It's also a real shame. Did you see Oprah Winfrey take a big stumble there on her big speech about balance? Uh, We hope Harvey Weinstein's pal is doing okay, having the great crash that she did. You know, it's said that Oprah's school in South Africa was a front for a sex trafficking operation, but I haven't been able to vet that. And look at Madonna, too. Are these guys all low on their adrenochrome, or what's going on? Their Kuru is kicking in. Oh, by the way, 
Anybody see Event 201, a global pandemic exercise? Of course, the John Hopkins Center for Health Security in partnership with the World Economic Forum and good old slick Billy Gates, the Gates Foundation, because of course he stepped down from Microsoft and that wasn't weird. On October 18th, 2019, in New York, the creepy state with all the marine spirits, the exercise illustrated areas where public-private partnerships would be necessary necessary during the response to a severe pandemic back before anybody was talking about coronavirus. Isn't that amazing timing? Yeah, nothing to see there. If you want to check it out, you can go to Center for Health Security, all one word, dot org slash event 201. Go have a look at that beauty. There will come a time none of them will be able to walk down the street. So I want everybody to listen to something I thought was really good. I thought it was really good. And it's a very interesting uh, video that I want to play right now. So let's take a look. The World Health Organization, in fact, today raised their own assessment of the global coronavirus risk from high to very high. And that's their highest category. Wake up, get ready, this virus may be on its way. It's been over two years since we were first introduced to the QAnon operation. The QAnon operation is an intelligence information dissemination program conducted by the White House and military intelligence insiders. The operation was necessary to inform citizens directly in order to bypass the fake news media of an ongoing shadow civil war. Many of us have carried the burden of awakening to the truth about our reality, feeling isolated and alone while the rest of the world remained asleep. All while the fake news media portrayed QAnon as a dangerous conspiracy theory. As we followed Q's drops, we've learned truths that have made us lose sleep at night. We learned that we are nothing more than pawns for the elite sociopaths to play God with. We questioned if all the information could possibly be real, but the more truths Q revealed, the more real this all became. And as we began seeing confirmations pouring in from POTUS, we finally understood this was happening. The time has now come, patriots, to come out of the shadows, to begin the process of helping to educate and awaken family and friends. This may be the most difficult aspect of the Great Awakening, but it is by far the most important part of it. We've been preparing for this moment. The signs have been received. The codes we've spent years learning are now clear. We are entering into the eye of the storm. As we venture into the final phase of the Shadow Civil War, your last assignment, Patriots, will be to carry the torch of truth and love inside of you. You will be the light for those who do not yet see. You will be the voice that guides them through the rough waters of the storm. It was no accident that you found QAnon. It was your destiny. You were chosen. When we look at this turning point in our history, you will have the esteemed honor to say, yes, I was there, and I chose to fight against the greatest evil the world has ever known. No longer will they divide us by race, by religion, by sex, or by our beliefs. We will emerge from the storm united as a planet. We will venture into a new era of peace and prosperity, where disease and suffering will be a thing of the past. From dark to light. And until then, patriots, stay strong.
Now, I think that's an interesting clip. I think it is definitely well done. However, that said, there's some of the things I don't agree that the fella says in the clip. I don't agree necessarily that everything's just going to be peace and prosperity. And the part about the religion, well, I have a real issue with that, of course, because of what I believe about the next great awakening. And as an evangelist, I kind of take exception with some of the more sort of zeitgeist type of statements in that. You know, that gives me a little bit of a red flag. And you know, throwing around where we go, when we go all as almost like a Bible scripture. You know, I get it's a hashtag, but when people just make it an idol, then that's when I have a problem with it. I wish people spent as much time in their cue drops as they did in the Word of God. That's the only thing that I really wish, because a lot of the patriots that are a part of the Q movement, a lot of them admit they're not Christians. Some of them are New Agers, some of them are agnostics, but the point is... You know, we're supposed to be in this March Madness. They said it started on the 13th, Friday the 13th. So, you know, the next month, we'll see what happens. You know, a lot of people told me, Sheila, I don't believe any of this. When I see arrests, I'll believe it. That's a fair statement. But this next just under 30 days is going to get very interesting regardless. So in the last part of the show here, I really want to pray. So please do come in agreement with me and let's pray. Father God, we thank you for giving us dominion, power, and authority. We come to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ to appropriate the finished work of the cross. And one of those things is healing to our body. It says your grace is sufficient to meet every one of our needs, Father. And I thank you for suffering every sickness and affliction on the cross, Jesus, before it would ever come to us. In the name of Jesus Christ, I break the curse of death, the ruler's spirit over all infirmities, and I speak death now to that noisome pestilence, this virus. Psalm 91.3 says, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Father, this is a noisome pestilence. Any infectious, contagious disease or virus. Psalm 103.3 says, Who healeth all diseases? And 1 Peter 2.24 says, By whose stripes ye were healed. If you look at Exodus 15, 26, it says, If thou wilt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals thee. Right now we renounce and break every death covenant that was made by us, or even made on our behalf in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the stronghold of the destroyer be destroyed right now in the name of Jesus. Every demonic illness constructed by the destroyer, you be destroyed right now in Jesus' name. Every channel of the destroyer become dark and slippery in Jesus' name. Every infirmity, nefarious poison in this COVID-19 be neutralized right now by the blood of Jesus. We speak death to that thing right now. Holy Ghost fire, purge away that spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus. Fire of God, burn to ashes every power programmed against us. Every evil plantation be nullified in the name of Jesus. We release ourselves right now from the curse of untimely death in the name of Jesus. Every evil assignment, including bioweapons fashioned against us, no weapon shall be formed against us. You die now in the name of Jesus. We paralyze every strong man of death and hell in the name of Jesus, and we send warrior 
angels, according to Hebrews 1.14, to disarm the strong man, dividing his spoils, it tells us there in Luke 11.22. We release ourselves right now from the grip of the spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus, and we do declare and decree Luke 10.19. It says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us, Lord. We stand on that promise, and we tell the enemy and practitioners of this alchemy, sorcery, magic, witchcraft, shamanism, and any other operator of the kingdom of darkness, that this bioweapon, this plague, this pestilence shall by no means harm us. And we send the angels to package that thing up and send it back upon every sender in the name of Jesus. We break the powers of the black veil in the name of Jesus and command that all the practitioners of this alchemistic witchcraft and sorcery, we break all the witchcraft in this virus and command in the name of Jesus that it go to zero now. We loose angels of God with hammers, according to Zechariah 1, to destroy the enemy's camp involved with this virus. And we loose God complete healing over his children right now in Jesus' name, and their families too. Lord, I understand that people are losing their jobs, their hours are being cut back, their stocks are tanking, they're in fear and panic and hysteria. I bind that spirit of fear and hysteria and panic. You are our provider, Lord, and sometimes we need a reminder of this. You are our provider, not our J-O-B, but our G-O-D. Father, your word says that my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And we stand on Philippians 4, 6, Father, in nothing be anxious, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. We're going to let our requests be made known unto our God, and our God will supply all our needs. Proverbs 3, 5, we declare that right now, Father, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Lord, no matter how scary it looks out there right now, we're going to stand on your word. Let us be focused on kingdom things right now because a scared world, it needs a fearless body of Christ. And let us be doers of the word and not hearers only, Father. Let's ask this question today. Lord, what would you have me do? each one of us to say right now, Lord, no matter what it looks like in the world, I will put my trust in you, O God. And I bind that spirit of fear and hysteria and panic right now. I speak Proverbs 4.25, but let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Father, build the hedge of fire around us and let your angels encamp about us and our family. We cover ourselves and our families with the blood of Jesus, and we give you thanks, and we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Good night.